podcast network. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the X Lives Podcast. I am your host, Patrick C. Huerta. On this podcast, we talk about our present, our future, and more importantly, our past. The good, the bad, and the fuzzy. Stories from our X Lives. Like, share, and subscribe on whichever platform you use to listen to the podcast. Follow the Babacoa Core Podcast Network on Instagram and Facebook at Babacoa Core. All the links to most of our podcast platforms can be found on the website www.babacoacore.com. Any questions, comments, or to share your stories from your past on the X Lives Podcast, send emails to xlivespod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy these episodes. This is X Lives. What is up, everybody? Thank you for checking out a new episode of the X Lives podcast. Uh, today, I have a comedian from Austin, uh, Lacey P. How you doing? Hey, man. What's up? I'm doing good. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thanks for coming on. You're the first uh, comic that I've had come all the way down from Austin to do this, uh, I believe. I think all that's right. true. So we'll just call it true. That's truth. It's a fact now. Yeah, man. It out there. And you were dedicated to be on this podcast. You took a bus. You took yes. an Uber. Yes. And I'm just like, whoa. I got a hotel room. You got a hotel room. You know there's no money involved, right? I know, yeah, I know that. Okay. I know that. <laughs> I was telling my wife about that. She's like, <laughs> she you, she knows that she's not getting paid for this. I was like, I hope so. And then I started <laughs> worrying. I was like, oh, shit. What if she does? Yeah. This stays on the show. I'm, I don't got no money. I got no sponsors. God damn uh, it. Least, and, 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 and in case anybody's looking to sponsor a podcast, uh, up until now, <laughs> I don't have any sponsors. <laughs> so uh, thank you for coming in. Um, oh, yeah. For sure, man. Uh, before we get started, plugs, social medias, uh, where can people find you? Any shows you got coming up? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I am Lacey P. It's P-E-A-H. It's a stage name, but uh, Lacey P on Facebook. You can get me on Instagram at Lacey P underscore oh my God, G-A-U-D. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> check that out. I got a couple things coming up. Um, let's see, on the 2nd, or actually February 8th. Uh, I'm going to participate in the roast for uh, Simply Courtney. He's kind of like the, uh, the the it thing. He's kind of like a, a not-so-better-looking Eddie Murphy of the <laughs> 80s. <so> <laughs> he's like, but he's like our Eddie Murphy of yeah. our time. Anyways, super sweet guy. About a dozen people doing it, so I was honored to be asked. Uh, let's see, on the 13th, uh, February, Knuckleheads out in Marble Falls, the Hill Country. Mm-hmm. We'll do a set there. And on the 22nd of February, here in Austin, or there in Austin, Sex Lies and Petty Shit. And, oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's going to be a bigger showcase. They're going to sell tables for that. So it's, uh, it's a really good roster. I like the lineup. A lot of my favorites. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one in particular. That's on the 22nd of February. So, so do you have a website? Did you mention a website? No, no website. So it's so, all just social media and stuff? Yeah, and it, I just I recently conform to societal norms 
And I started a Facebook. Oh yeah. Yeah. For they said I had to for comedy. But the for fucking, networking, yeah. You but do the, for the booker who told me that has not booked me. Oh yeah. Ever. So I started a Facebook for nothing. Yeah. But you know, I did run into a couple old friends like twenty plus years ago and like eighteen people I thought were fucking dead, you know? Yeah. Like they're still alive. I'm realizing today, like, I don't know what happened. I guess because I posted on the, the essay comedy um, Facebook page about the mic that I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, the La Lucha mic at El Luchador in San Antonio. Yeah, Starts at that. 10, sign up online. But uh, my friend request has just been blowing up, like, mm-hmm. from all over, too, man. Like, from Atlanta and stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the point, and for the, for the longest time, like, my Facebook hasn't been, like, as personal as it used to be when I first opened it up, when I had, for like, sure. 100 friends, just old high school buddies or whatever. Right. Now it's just, like, I just throw jokes out there and then show announcements, stuff like that. I don't do, I don't treat it as personal because, like, just. You the, really can't. Yeah, you really can't, you know, because, like, I don't know. It's just not personal anymore. It's not, a, it's not social. It's not no, a social it's media not. tool. It's just a big fucking facade. Yeah, you know? man. It's a, uh, I mean, what I don't like is how the guys can call you on that messenger phone. You know what I mean? I get calls oh, from yes. people from India. I have a husband in India. I have one in Saudi Arabia. I have people in Africa calling me all hours of the night. Wait, wait. This you, one you, man You have in a Iran, husband in India? I don't know. He thinks he's my husband. Oh, what? All okay. He but says, is that your truth? Is he your husband? No, you he's married? not my husband. Oh, okay. No way. My husbands are gay, sir. Okay. Okay. Right on. <laughs> but anyway, I don't like that. You know, one dude told me yesterday, next show, I'll make out with you. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know, I don't know half these people, but I am super stoked when I meet them in person. Yeah. You know, because they don't fucking exist until you're in front of me. And I thought, whoa, look at you. And of course, they don't act like that when they're in person. They only have like that kind of courage through DMs yeah, or social media, right? No. I mean, half the people that I meet, you know, I'm like, oh, hi, my name is Lacey. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I know. And I'm like, well, I was just trying to get your name, asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you don't know who I am? No, I don't. I don't. Is that, I don't know if that's wrong, but I'm pretty new. I'm yeah. new still. So. And it has to be so busy. Like, you see new, the different people all the time. Oh, I mean, not really. I see the same 20 comics, do the really? same 20 jokes, five nights a week. I mean, so I got to hit different clubs, man. You got to change that shit up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's not that busy here. I mean, we have, there's, a, there's a good group of the same faces in San Antonio, you know, like every now and then, like LOL just came back. It was took a break for a while because the uh, funniest competition in Texas or something. Right, right. Funniest comic in Texas competition uh, that was hosted at LOL. Uh, and then they had shows on Tuesdays and stuff. So they just brought back after like a month and a half of being away, brought back the open mic at LOL and uh, a lot of new faces. Yeah. You know, Um, a lot of people that don't show up, don't go to the other mics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Came back to LOL. Oh, that's true. Um, so yeah, but everybody kind of seems like I remember faces. I don't remember names. Right I'm real on. bad at that. So I got to get better at that. You know, I'm, I am also bad at that. I yeah. call people the wrong name all the time. Yeah, and and you know, I take that back. I mean, when I started, it was a lot of the same people. Here recently, I've met probably half a dozen new faces that are just really refreshing and super, super talented. You know, yeah. just incredibly witty, sharp. You know, it's very biting. Not everyone gets it, but mm-hmm. you know, hey, you know, let them catch up, right? And you would consider when did you start comedy? 
I started, man, this summer in July. Just July the 2nd. So yeah. you're pretty new at it. Super new. But you you would consider yourself an Austin comic. Like you're not uh, a transplant. Yeah, that's so weird because, uh, I mean, I would never consider myself a, an Austin comic. However, people would refer to me as that. Well, because you were an Austin, Austin resident before you right. started comedy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For over a decade, so. Yeah. Because a lot of people move there. You know? Oh, I know. Fuck, I know. We have a lot of people from San Antonio that moved out there to, to Austin because they hate San Antonio. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I grew up in Port Arthur, Texas. So where is that exactly? That's on the fuck. It's the armpit of Texas. Armpit of Texas. Oh, now I know exactly right, where it's right? at. Right, okay. right. So it's, you're 30 miles from the Louisiana border. Okay. I mean, I literally grew up at the Gulf of Mexico. The seawall. We used to walk on the seawall, the edge of the fucking ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like a dream come true and shit. It's real polluted. It's mm-hmm. dirty. It's... It smells, it's, uh, there's nothing to do, It man. sounds nice. The pictures are nice. Right. No, yeah. the pictures are fucking awful, too. <laughs> the you postcards know? have to be nice. They have to, like, <laughs> edit that stuff. They just had a chemical plant blow up about a month ago. I oh, think, really? I had to call and check on my son. Dang. Are you okay? It's literally less than a mile from their front door. Dang. That's how they be living. That's horrible. Isn't it? Ugh. Uh, so, I mean, what is the, the, the Austin comedy scene like? Uh, like, it, I heard, because Kill Tony just came through San Antonio... Uh, a couple of days ago. Yes. And uh, there was a couple of comments on, that got on there from Austin. Okay, okay. And uh, Tony Hinscliffe pretty much said that Austin is one of the top cities for comedy. Man, I would have to agree, honestly. Yeah. Now, I've only been doing this six months, but, mm. I mean, I've been in the comedy, my, I mean, since I was a little girl, watching, you know, Carol Burnett and mm. skit comedy. We would, uh, I mean, Richard Pryor. HBO specials before there was Netflix kids mm-hmm. there was fucking HBO and Showtime so anyway Eddie Murphy um, but Sam Kennison mm-hmm. I remember watching that shit thinking oh my god I would be a millionaire if I could scream into a microphone <laughs> ah! And that's what he did. And and then, like, Gallagher smashed shit, you know? But, like, everyone has their own way. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I've always wanted to do it, so I feel like I've been practicing my whole life. But Austin, back to Austin, man, it's it's really popping. And there's a lot of places to go. I mean, you've got at least two, three venues a night, every night of the week, that are doing open mics. That Uh, is very good. Including, you know, sketch comedy and um, improv. We've got Mm. Cold Town Theater, the Fallout Theater. I mean, shit, from, from Round Rock all the way down to South Austin. Oh, so yeah. it's pretty sp- spread out. It's not just oh, all, yeah. like, downtown or the, uh, the Strip oh, or whatever. Oh, no, man, they're everywhere. They're all over. They're all over. There's great ones. There's one up in Round Rock, Big Shots, 10-minute sets. 10 minutes. Like, that's incredible. 10-minute sets ten for open minutes, mic? 10 minutes, yeah. Emmy's really super dope. Uh, we've worked together a couple times. He asked me to host once. Mm-hmm. So, And I like it. It's a good crowd, man. If you can command that crowd... You yeah. What's the cutoff? Like, how many people do you have sign up for those? I mean, you know, it might have ten or twelve. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I've never really seen him cap it. If people show up, we will go. Wow, man. Yeah, that's what. See, up. Was, that's that's so funny. I was thinking about that yesterday because uh, uh, most mics are like four minutes, five minutes. If you're lucky. Uh, three minutes. Three minutes. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you'll get like a, a feature at open mic. Um, sure. Or not a feature. What is it called? Showcase of a, at an open mic. So you get like eight minutes, something like that. Yeah. Um, but then I, like the last few shows that I've been a part of, like I've been doing 15 to 20 minutes, right? Nice. And so to go back to four minutes, it was rough. It was Isn't it? hard, man, because <laughs> I had to I had to adjust what my time was. You know, like I hit like a big uh, a big oh. you know a laugh, 
and then I get the line. I was like, oh shit! Like, how can I wrap this up in a fucking minute? Right. And I just spun out. I I left the stage on a fucking lull, and I was like, mm. <laughs> it was really good for like three minutes, and then I had to get the get the fuck off. Uh, but ten minutes, man, like that's that's pretty, like how okay. Be honest, like how good are the people that sign up to do the ten minutes? Uh, I mean, fuck. I'd say like sixty percent or like sixty percent. That's yeah, pretty good. They're, fucking, they're pretty. They're pretty dope, man. I mean, you've got people coming from all over. Really, I mean, we had we had I had three guys the last three nights. I've seen men from Colleen. Mm-hmm. These guys are driving in from Colleen to hit Austin Mike's, and their stuff is popping out there too. Yeah, uh, I have not been to Colleen, but I would love, love, love to go. Um, yeah, but anywhere, downtown, uptown, I just started hosting a new mic um, in, like, North Central at Nomad Bar. It goes down on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. We sign up in person at a 7.30, man, because I didn't like. When I started, everyone reorders their list. Mm-hmm. So I got to show up at 7.30, wait till fucking quarter to 10 to go on. I had to buy four beers I didn't plan on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just killing my budget. So I'd like if you guys show up, ready to rip. All right, we're going to go. Yeah. You want stage time or not? Let's do it. Get yeah. up there. There's a lot of politics shit. up there, huh? Because there's so many people. Oh, God. There has to be a lot of politics going on. So I like starting my own mic, you know, yeah. so I can just do what I want. Um, but not, but there are really, really great comics and sometimes they just don't get on for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like life, man. There's clicks everywhere you go. Get in where you fit in, right? So we got into it a little bit, like the the pre-interview type of thing. You kind of started comedy late, you know? Yes. Like, uh, before you started comedy, who were some of your influences as far as, like, what you thought you were going to sound like, write like, be like, kind of, like, match up with? Right on. And then why'd you kind of, like, start when you started? Well, I mean, probably the biggest would be uh, Chelsea Handler. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't know who she was. I was visiting my sister and, you know, talking shit like usual. And she was like, bitch, you've been watching Chelsea. And I was like, who the fuck is Chelsea? <laughs> and she said, Chelsea Handler. And I was like, I don't, Ch- Chelsea lately? And so I, I didn't have cable at the time, mm-hmm. but I got it. I got it one day. And I started watching it. And I was like, oh, wow, this lady is just like me. Like, we could be twins. I, l- I really enjoy her. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I followed her over the years, bought a couple books. She signed one at Book People. She winked at me. Oh, like yeah. sexy, like I was like, "What room are you in?" <laughs> anyway, I've seen her a couple times at Bass, but um, that's my style, man. I look like Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. I get that a lot on stage, man, mm-hmm. in different states too. I don't fucking get it because she's a tall Jew, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm a tiny Mexican, so I just don't see the resemblance. Do you think I look like Sarah Silverman? It's the, the figure you get, like a slim figure. Yeah, like, but that she's she does. way taller than me. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I didn't. I, I didn't say it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks. I don't mean to take it out on you. <laughs> it's all right. Ah, <sighs> shit. Um, but yeah, I think. Mm, yeah, Chelsea. I mean, I really like Fortune Feimster. Uh, like Natasha Leggero. Mm-hmm. What's that? That this new lady. I was gonna say that new bitch. Uh, she's got blonde hair. Eliza. Eliza. Something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't. I can't say her name. She's got like three Netflix specials. It was, she was fun. She was fun. Um, so I like Wanda Sykes. When did, when did you start? Like what made you actually sign up and start? Uh, I guess I have to say um, the opportunity. Uh, typically, I don't have the opportunity. I'm pretty, well, I became a mom early. I'm a mom, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a baby when I was 18. I never had that fucking, woo, 
woo, I'm graduated. I'm a fuck off for six months, you mm-hmm. know, live on mom and dad's dime kind of shut, you mm-hmm. know. So I kind of took off when I was 17 and I've been on my own since then, raising raising kids, raising babies, you know, like Loretta Lynn. Thank God I didn't have as many as her. But uh, yeah, so it started early. I met his dad at 16, pregnant at 17, had a baby at 18. So parents weren't super thrilled, you know, so we were raised Catholic and whatnot. Mm-hmm. My dad cried for like three days because apparently he thought I was a lesbian. <laughs> and so was, I, was it tears of joy? Yeah, I don't know. We fucking still don't know <laughs> to this day. I was like, what the fuck's the deal, Butch? Really? Yeah. Like all he wanted was a little boy, you know, a boy. And he had three shitty girls. He had also your three. Yeah, were you yeah. the oldest? No, I'm the middle child. Can you tell? Mm, first one to get pregnant? Yeah, first one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, only one to not get married. And because of that, I'm the black sheep. They're like, you know, we just really want you to be stable. Mm-hmm. We, we really want you to be happy. And I was like, I am happy. Look at me. I'm fucking happy. Yeah. You know, I'm just tired of, leave me alone. Ugh, God. But I've never done things the way they want to, you know, ask questions about religion way early on. And Maria was like, you are blasphemous. Mm-hmm. You do not talk. I was like, but what, what does that mean? I'm six. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. So I'm a recovering Catholic, you know? I'm like almost fully recovered. So all that guilt and shame I just shook off a long time ago. Were you ever into it? Ever into the church oh, oh, or the yeah, religion, man. I guess? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I have a, a very strong connection with him up there. Like, I'm divinely connected for show. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't understand. I grew up at Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So right away they teach you to develop a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Talk to God. Ask him, you know, pray at night, you know, give thanks for your food. And then, you know, your seven first communion comes around. You get the, the fucking dress and the shoes and you get to fucking learn how to hold your hands. And I thought, well, why? I remember them passing out a checklist of sins. It had little boxes and said, OK, go ahead and check off every sin that you're. I thought this is fuck That's shit. So weird. It was so surreal. I mean, I was maybe fucking I mean, seven years old. And I thought, why? And now I have to go in that room with a strange man and he's going to sit behind a screen while I do it and confess all my, you know, that's humiliating. I, I don't always fucking made want to. I, I never was honest. I mean, I, I was like, Oh yeah. I lied to my mom. Um, you know, yeah. I, I cussed in front of my dad yeah. or something, but I always made shit. I was raised Catholic too. I was real hardcore into it. I was an altar boy for a while. went to oh, private school. Up. They wouldn't let me be an altar boy. My mom wouldn't let me because yeah. I was oh, a girl. Oh, your mom wouldn't let you, yeah. Yeah, well, she was the parish secretary for mm-hmm. 25 years. So, yeah, I mean, stand, sit, kneel, pray. We're in the same pew every Saturday. If you didn't go, you were grounded. We did CCD. We did the mariachis. We did folklorico dancing. I mm-hmm. mean, we were, I mean, so by 16, I was like, I'm just going to play softball for the rest of my life so I never have to do fucking altar society again. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I love God. I'm good with God. That's my homeboy. He knows what's up. Just not the whole Catholic Church. The no, whole I'm just not. Yeah. The whole strict of that. Yeah, just the, the organized religion. I just feel like it's a lot of propaganda. Yeah. But hey, to each his own, right? I just feel like every war was started in the name of religion. Yeah. Am I wrong? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, we all cannot be right, but we all can't be wrong. Yeah. So why can't we just get along? <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like when you first started comedy? Like, how, like... Were you rough? I mean, I guess you kind of like, oh, yeah. like you're still early into it and stuff. Yeah. But do you, what do you do now today <laughs> that you don't do when you first started? So now today I just, you know, I take a deep breath before I go out there. Mm-hmm. I was really aggressive, man. I watched my first set 
uh, a friend recorded, and it was super aggressive. And mm-hmm. I remember my first time up at Spokesman there on St. Elmo in Austin, I talked shit to, like, major fucking people in the business. Like, I... I you were calling I people mean, out? Yeah, I mean, well, just, like, there was this one, this one kid had an answer for everything. Then I get up there, I go last, right? Mm-hmm. Last. People are still there. Like, half the crowd. Good crowd. But I was like, Really? Does anybody, nobody has shit for me? Talkie, talkie, talkie through all that I said. You mm-hmm. ain't got nothing for me. And then this other gentleman is a handsome Asian man. I was like, what about you, Long Duck Dong? What you doing after this? Because I couldn't get laid. I was sexually frustrated on top of that. Uh-huh. And I was like, come on, you want to go to AAA? Let's get some pho. I'm buying. And I had no idea. Like, both of these people were, like, major fucking comics. So I kind of look back on those days, and I'm like, holy shit. I had no idea that they were who they were. Uh-huh. And uh, I actually went to buy one of his shows at the Fallout Theater. And he DM'd me the next day and was like, thank you for coming to my show. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank you, Ty, because you are amazing. Okay. You know, you, know you just said his name, right? Yeah, I okay, know. Okay. I just wanted to give him a little plug. Plug. Nah. No, nah, I did a show with him. Uh, I forget where, but he was, he was funny, man. He's a I really love funny him. dude. Uh, you know, uh, like when I, when I, every time I read his words, <laughs> I hear his voice. But I did it way better like two days ago. Never mind. And I always thought Austin was like a PC place. No, I'm just, I'm just you know, like. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I know like no, a lot of people right. get issues with yeah. like, uh, like the you know, imitations or the know. mocking. Yeah. I get you. They they do have issues, and I'm pretty. I, don't take yourself too seriously, man. I mean, but I do. I, I am like, I'm a product of my environment. That's what my dad would say. I, I grew up in a racist town with racist people and, and a racist family. Yeah. But, I mean, I challenged that, too. I thought, well, why can't I marry a black man? And my dad was like, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. But why? Because they have, you know, like our neighbors, for instance, you know, they had a nicer house, a bigger car. They own their own businesses. Mm-hmm. They had more money. So how the fuck... Is he? Is that not appropriate, Dad? You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't get it. But um, anyway, fuck that. I mean, I got married once. It didn't stick. Yeah. Yeah, the coolest thing about it was we went to Loretta Lynn's ranch after for a little concert, and she gave me a shout-out on stage. Oh, yeah? Yes, she's my idol. We have the same birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Um, Austin Comedy. The scene is great. Yeah. San Antonio Comics. We'd love to see more of you. I don't know if that's true. No. I think a lot of people would like to keep. Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty keep it pretty busy. You know, uh-huh. I think it's pretty busy up there. I don't know. I've never attempted to go up there. I mean, I tried to sign up for Cap City, didn't get in. But uh, I don't know. Maybe try to make it up there this I'm sometime right. here. Well, I mean, there's other mics. Yeah, I've never actually done Cap City. I told myself I'd wait at least six months before I go Cap or yeah. Belvedere Room, and on a whim. Fuck! It was a Friday night. And we went to this backyard sluts thing, had a couple mm. beers, and then. A friend wanted to go to Velve. They had two spots for open micers, so I dropped my name in. First one up. First one they call. Yeah. I thought, no way. I bombed super hard. It was awesome. Pat Dean and some other dick roasted me. Uh, for like three minutes, I did three minutes. They roasted for three minutes, but I have all six minutes. And yeah. uh, I uploaded it to Facebook before anyone else could. <laughs> I mean, because I just the look on everyone's face when they called my name. I mean, you got 30 real comics there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, stellar fucking people. I mean, their comedy's all right too, but uh, yeah, just a look on their. But the look on their faces was worth it, mm-hmm. you know, because I thought, man, I was high for three fucking days after that. Yeah, because if nothing else, I stood on stage in Sixth Street, you know, in Austin, Texas, and you know, that's what it's about for me, I guess. You know, just 
getting out there and doing your thing. If people agree or not, that's up to them, you know? Yeah. How, how often are you getting up? Uh, two to three times a week, man. At, at a, one time it was four to five, but yeah, uh, I had someone say, man, don't kill yourself. I'll like running from mic to mic to mic. He said, if anything, host your own. So I took his advice and, uh, I started hosting my own just a couple weeks ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, I had a good turnout last couple weeks. I hope to keep it going, man. Um, it's a really dope setup. I've got a huge stage and couches and shit and like in tables. So it's almost like skit comedy, like ready, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, they have an in-house PA and the regulars there are pretty dope. You know, they haven't run us off yet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're just having a good time and some really great comics. I'm having fun and meeting new people. Um, hope to collaborate with a lot of them soon on a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Is it very clicky? Is it anything like that? No, nah, man, I don't do the clicks, man. I don't do that shit. Mm-mm. No. Nah. Oh, is it clicky? Is my no? We're not clicky. We're just cool. No, like Austin and. Oh yes, Austin is very clicky. Yeah. Was, I mean, I had a lot of love the first month, uh, and then once I kind of got up there and just kind, I did better and better. People just kind of fell off and were like, mm, yeah, no, fuck her. Because of your the content or the comedy or? I don't know. Well, what do you think? I mean, has anybody told you? No, no one's fucking told me. They're yeah. all, no, they're all scared. Like, either they talk to you or they don't. You mm. know what I mean? Or they talk to you in front of other people, you know, that, you know, you know what I mean? Like other, they're like, oh, I'm going to talk to you today because I'm here with five other headlining comics and, you know, I need to keep up my appearance, reputation kind of thing. Like, you're nice person hmm. i mean but most of them are pretty fucking nice for the most part i haven't had any run-ins uh with anyone i haven't been banned from any stages yeah. yet um <laughs> but you know there's hope there's hope so uh i'm kind of more is there edgy. a possibility of you being banned at some of these places no, like is that what man. your comedy is about no no not at all i've only seen a couple of clips i'm just like you you you're uh you're you get out there, man. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're pretty yeah. out there. Yeah, I'm pretty out there. I'm pretty out there as far as, you know, it goes from when you see uh, a female on stage of my stature uh, in this appearance, um, you may not be ready to hear the words that come out of my mouth. And uh, am I, and I just like to provoke critical thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that's my goal. If you were like, what the fuck was her problem? Mm-hmm. Why is she so angry? I want you to fucking go home and think about it. And then I want you to be grateful for everything that's gone good and right in your life and all the love and support you have. And I'm not fucking kidding either. You know, I, all I, I look around and I see a bunch of little sniveling fucking assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the entitlement is just, we, I didn't grow up with social media. And thank fucking God. Yeah. I wouldn't wish that on any kids nowadays to be bullied on 17 platforms before you walk out the door for school yeah. and deal with that fuck shit. You know, people are so mean because shitty people... You know, raise shitty kids. Yeah, I mean, home training. Home and plus, training, it's just guys. so e- it's so much easier to, to talk shit on the internet. You know, exactly, little fucking pussies. No, no, I mean, uh, no, no, man. See, no, see, that's not how we get down. That's not how I grew up, sir. Yeah, I came from, and you know, again, from my appearance, you wouldn't think it, but I mean, fuck, we used to run. I've been running wild since I was probably 12, 13 years old. Yeah, uh, little to no parental supervision. You know, we just kind of did what we want. Turn the ringers off on the phone. But the kids don't know nothing about that either because they don't have landlines. Everybody's a fucking cell phone. <laughs> I didn't have a cell phone until I was 25. And my dad made me get one. And I was like, fuck. Just because he could keep, so he could keep tabs yeah, on you? Yeah, keep tabs on his electronic leash there. Yeah. I don't like to be at anyone's beck and call. You know what I mean? I don't want to be reachable. Sometimes I leave my phone at home on purpose. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's like a surprise when you get back, you know? Where did you get that from? Like, where did you get that mentality? 
Like a lot of people are addicted to their phones. They oh, can't yeah. be away from their phones for too long. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Like I, I am, uh, you know, um, no. I have that problem as well. Uh, 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 no. What makes you? What made that your thing? It's uh, well, it's just the way I am. You know. Well, why? I mean, how? What do you mean? I was born that way. I mean, I'm not really because I'm I'm not really into. I don't give a fuck really. Yeah. You know, I care about what I care about and what's important to me. And what's important to me is, um, you know, staying true to me and uh, being the kind of person, living the kind of life I want to lead, and not hurting anyone. In you know, in the meantime, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So I stay out of my way. I I don't know. People are just obsessed with this. You know, well, like you said earlier. Yeah. They're giving it way too much power. Mm-hmm. You know. Who fucking cares what you what level you are in Clash of Clans or uh, <laughs> that other? Sh- I hate those games. You know, my nephew plays at the table, and I just want to knock it out of his freaking hand. Yeah, it's like talk to me, look at me, look at me. But you don't have that. You don't have that. Uh, what is it? That that FOMO, that fear of missing out, or Fuck not a, no. not on that. But like you don't get uh, anxiety if you can't reach somebody fuck no your kids uh, okay so no if your kids no. didn't answer your calls if, you, if they didn't answer my calls yeah what he doesn't answer my calls he barely talks to me he's on, oh, not barely on facebook messenger okay he's 21 now he's too fucking cool for school yeah and who the fuck wants to hang out with their mom i'm way not to cooler hang than out Maria. but just to make sure that you, you you check in on him i mean like i check in on him and he'll like hit me back when he does sometimes it's right away sometimes it's a few days later you know, but he didn't have the best example. Like, you know, growing up with me, I wasn't super tight with Maria, you know? Yeah. We didn't check in all the time. Like, couple- Super tight with Maria. Who's that? Your mom? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen pictures. Well, because no, that's the second of, time I heard you, know, you but, say that. I was like, I didn't know yeah, if you meant like Maria, like yeah. uh, the Holy Mother. <laughs> oh, no, no. That'd be blasphemous. But I think that's why I say it, too. So just to, you know, why not? Just a little yeah. Yeah. Edge, but yeah, that's who I am. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not hurting anyone. Not that you're hurting anyone, but it's just like that's like the norm of it, you know. Like to stay in contact, always be in constant contact. I mean, it's great. I mean, it, like for you to have that, like not have a problem with it. Mm-mm. I think that's healthy. But at the same time, I just want to know, like, where did that come from? Where did it <laughs> How did come you from? get there? I don't know, man. I think it is just I'm bored. I was. I don't know. I'm a. I'm kind of a weirdo. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm older. I'm a wise soul, I guess, so to speak. I, I don't have the need or want. To. I guess it's that small town thing too. Like y'all mm. really don't like being in a big city is kind of different too than like how you grew up. I guess. Mm, I mean, I don't. I mean, well, I've been here since I was fuck twenty six, twenty six. But I've been coming since I was fourteen. Um, my brother in law did music, so we'd come to South by every year and mm-hmm. watch him play. Um, I yeah. I mean, there wasn't shit to do there, you know, and, and where we live. You know, you either you go to work, you make money, or and you work in their oil refinery. And uh, if you don't do that, you you just do drugs. You know, yeah. everyone said you're going to be dead or in jail by the time you're 18. And, uh, and you got pregnant. And yeah, I got I got <laughs> pregnant, man. It saved my life, honestly. I mean, he did. He saved my fucking life. Or I wouldn't. I never thought I'd live past 25. You know. Yeah. We did all kinds of fuck shit. I mean, like we would drive down to Mexico. On the weekends, our friends, not me, I never went. I was smarter than that. But they would cross the border and bring back all sorts of things, you know? Yeah. Like shit that we were not supposed to be doing. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, running wild for a long time. So he saved my life. That started being a mom, yeah. you know? So I was responsible for all sorts of stuff. Another human life. And that's kind of a lot. You know, at 18, these kids nowadays, fuck, man, they're 24 and they can't balance a checkbook. 
You know, mm-hmm. parents are still paying your rent. And mm-hmm. then you graduate from college and you're expecting like 60000 like out the gate. And it, when it just doesn't happen, then what? You know, yeah. it's like, oh, God, now you have the student loan debt, blah, blah. I'm like, God, what a fucking scam. I remember the day that asshole came. Senior year. Everyone needs to do this. Everyone's going to get a degree. The man that was peddling degrees. He was telling everyone that they have to uh, sign up for college and get an education because you need something to set you apart in the world. Yeah. You are going to have to sell yourself. And I thought, yeah, for sure. And I said, sir, (laughs) I raised my hand. And he's like, yes, ma'am. I said, so if we all go out, like every single person you talk to today, you're here all day, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We're all going to go out and get a degree. What the fuck is going to set us apart mm-hmm. from each other? Mm-hmm. And then he asked me to leave the classroom politely. <laughs> you are fucking it up for me, bitch. Get out. So now, like, look at these kids that are fucking drowning in debt. Yeah. This is crazy. This is America. And this is what we were doing to the, pe- the kids that just want an education. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I think, uh, I think you can learn a lot just by life experience. And, uh, and yeah. That's, that's what I've done. It's worked pretty well for me. You know, education, so what? You can sit in the fucking desk and, and you can cheat on tests for four years yeah. consistently. Way to go. You deserve that fucking debt, idiot. <laughs> so this is kind of how you're like on stage, huh? This is exactly how I'm like in all the time real life. But I'm not always the bitch. How does, how does, that, uh, how does the audience react to that? How's that going for you? Man, I think they either love it or hate it. Yeah. Um, there's one time I drove all the penis out in the room, but it's because I was doing my you soft. You drove all the penis yeah, out of the room. Yeah, with my soft dick jokes. You know, if you start talking about limp dicks, yeah. you, mm, they nut up. You know what I mean? Not in a good way, though. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, I don't know. I think I've been pretty well received. Yeah. All things considered, you know, I mean, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but like, like I said, there's a door. You don't have to listen, mm-hmm. you know? This is my three minutes. If I want to get up there and fucking ballerina spin, I will, you know? Yeah. Like, there was a guy, well, I hit a mic last week, and I was like, oh, they have music sound effects. Cool. But then he was not very cool with it. You know, we each have three minutes, and he's playing into the first 10, 15, 20 seconds of their set just over them. And I thought, well... I don't in like you know what I mean. And like it's, sound effects to distract them or try to be a part of the show as well. Well, just kind of just to be a, a fucking wanker, mm. you know, because that's how clicky it is sometimes. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's allowed. And I thought you, you couldn't do this anywhere else. What is going on? So, but I was only up maybe five seconds, and then he tried to keep going, and I called him out, and he stopped. He politely stopped. So thank you. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fucked, man. Just let those people get up and talk. Like, fucking play that shit at home in your room when mom's in bed. You know what I'm saying? Play it as loud as you want. Put headphones on. Yeah. And then we'll make a jingle together. Call me. They did that once here with that sound effects. Like, they kind of, like, Bluetooth into, like, the PA or whatever. And uh, for this one guy, they kept doing, like, the, the wah, 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 or the ooh. <laughs> yeah. If something didn't hit. Guy fucking, like, lost his shit. Oh, shit. And he said, I wasn't there, thank God. Uh, he said some shit, kind of made some threats, and just walked out into the parking lot. Wow. I was like, yeah, you can't do that with certain people. Because some people, they can't, they can't take jokes. They can't. Some of these comics don't know how to take a joke. Wow. Isn't that the truth, though? <laughs> wow, Patrick. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that. Yeah, man, they do. They take it really seriously. But, and, and, and that's crazy to me because I feel like we should all take ourselves a little less seriously. We're all way more alike than we are different. Yeah. We all, you know, have the same struggles, the same insecurities, the same hang-ups. 
fuck, man, the same wants, the same needs. Yeah. Like, uh, we're not that different, you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? We all pee and poop out the same holes, bitches. Yeah, I mean, we have the same basic, you know, uh, built, but we're all different. We're all different and unique because God made us all special in his creation. So if we're I don't know why it is when you talk about God, I'm thinking like, image, oh, I don't, I don't take you seriously. I'm like, oh, she's crazy. Why are you not taking me seriously? I know everyone. <laughs> because you just got off of this like, fuck everybody. You're all fucking idiots. I know, right? And now when and God now we're says. Do this. <laughs> I know. It sounds crazy. But you know what? I think that's what the world needs, you know? But I really am a... a no, I'm not crazy. I think I'm crazy normal. <laughs> I'm crazy fucking normal. I realize I sound crazy. Just trying to help you motherfuckers. It's like I tell my sisters, fucking hater sisters, too. I'm like, listen to me. Hater and, sisters? Yeah, I call them because they are always so mean sometimes. Why? Why? Why do you think they're mean? Why? They just want to tell you. It's always just the, the criticism, you know? Like, you want to know why I'm like this? I grew up without a mother's love, okay? There was just constant criticism, right? Constant criticism. I never did anything right. I never got applauded. I never got way to go. Good job. Yeah. You look nice today. You know, nothing like that, man. I remember, oh, fuck, dude. I remember 14 sitting at the table and my mom looking at me from across the table and she'd lean in. She was like, oh, wow. Your face. Wow. And she leaned closer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to say something nice. And my sister was like, oh, my God, she's going to say something nice. You know, and she's like, your face looks so awful. I mean, are you washing it? Wow. And I was like, so that's the kind of love that we were shown. So, you know, when I come at people, it's very hard and direct. It's a lot of brutal honesty. Yeah. I don't sugarcoat because why waste your time? You know, I don't want to waste your time or mine. But if you really know me, uh, if you're, we've been friends for like, you know, more than 30 seconds, then you'll know not to, um, don't ask me anything you don't want the truth yeah. to. You know what I mean? Like. Ask Sheila, you know what I mean? Like, because uh, I'll just shoot you straight. It may not be what you want to hear. Remember, we had that conversation last night, and you were like, that's my bodyguard. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, you sure are quick to have Yep, sure was. Sure was. Tell you how the cow ate the cabbage. Mm-mm, no. Because my dad told me this, you know, I was like, ah, 17, 18. He said, babe, we all put our pants on the same way. Mm hmm. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? He's always speaking in riddles. What the fuck? And I thought, what? And he was like, one leg at a time. Nobody's better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm saying, I guess. I mean, yeah, we all have different wants and needs, but no one's really better. We're all still pretty much the same. But like that straightforward type of like blunt, mean, not maybe not mean, just rough. Yeah, it's aggressive. I like aggressive. To call it, yeah, it's aggressive. I don't think I'm mean. My family says I'm mean and hateful, but they also think I'm crazy because I'll go from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. But I just want to show people that it's possible. One end to the other, as far as from one extreme to the other. Oh, you know? okay. Like when you're like, you're like, fuck, 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 and God says, yeah. Know? But that's like, ha ha. I think that's that's part of my comedy. You know what I mean? But you could understand how that's unsettling to the. No, I can't. <laughs> that's the fucking point. I really, I can't. I was riding with a new friend the other day to work, and <laughs> I decided to ask a stranger. I worked with her for like a week, and I was like, how crazy do you think I am? Yeah. And I'm driving down Lamar. It's a Friday. You know, like we have to fucking work downtown, and traffic is like, uh. Anyway, she doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. And so I ask again. She doesn't answer. At this point, it's been like 33 seconds. It's driving you crazy. And I'm like, Fuck. 
man, do I sound that crazy? But it read, thank you, Andy, for not answering because I was like, damn, I just had to check myself. I was like, no wonder people look at me and go, what the fuck? But you know what? It's all happening in real time and happening so fast that um, I really don't think about shit like that till after the fact. It might be three weeks later and I'll think, oh man, no wonder that asshole was looked at me like that, you know? Yeah. But then by that time, who it's cares? Too, it's yeah, fucking, it's too who late. Who fucking cares, man? I'm here to live life in the moment. This isn't a dress rehearsal, kids. <laughs> fucking wake up. Do something. So you're just always angry on stage and real person. I mean, like that's just Yeah, that's just how I am. I'm just, yeah. I don't think I'm angry. And is that, what, is that how you write? Is that like how you write comedy? Is that like... Mm, yeah. Do you sit down and write just anger, angry thoughts? Angry thoughts? I mean, no. Not all angry thoughts. I mean, I have some nice thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I think all of my thoughts are nice. I... I uh, <laughs> This is how this is what I call self love. It's just expression, man. It's a form of expression. So, and how, how do you write? Is, is it pen to paper? Do you just do ideas? Do you just write on stage? Like, how do you um, go about doing it? All of the above. Uh, I'm still kind of figuring that out. I had mm. a really, uh, I had a good friend take me aside, and you know, he said, "Play on your emotion." He's like, "Your emotion is what's selling it. Your emotion. When you talk about Maria, like, I want to know more." Mm-hmm. And so I thought, man, thanks. So um, he kind of helped me develop a formula. But most of the time, quite honestly, I just kind of go off the cuff. It depends on what the setting and setting is, what bar we're in, who the fuck's in the crowd, and, you know, what the last comedian said, what can I play off of. But I like to just kind of rip, man. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes, you know, comedians maybe borrow, you know, jokes or whatnot. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what comedian etiquette is, you know, but I've heard some, I'm like, that sounds like my shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you think people are taking or li- I don't know. No, that sounds really arrogant too, but Yeah, that's what I'm saying, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So do you record everything? You record all your, all your sets? No, I never remember to. I have friends that record them. They fucking record them. I don't record them. Um Jeff has been really good at it, but uh I've got like probably a dozen sets recorded. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that I can play back, but I hate the sound of my voice. I don't know how I'm going to ever listen to this. Well, how do you build a set, though? Like, say you had to do more time. You had to build more time, you know, mm-hmm. for shows. Right on. Like, how do you think you'll go about doing that? Or you would do, like, if, you, if somebody gave you 15, 20 minutes, that will all be off-the-cuff stuff, just how you feel in that moment? Man, I did do, it was like a couple weeks ago, I had a 20-minute spot, and uh, it was so cold. It was so cold, I couldn't think straight, man. And yeah. I did. I fucking built this tw- a solid 20. Because, I, I mean, even like a month in, I guess, yeah. I had about 18 minutes, so I was just trying to push it to 20, and I was on a bill with all these pretty dope comedians, like touring comics. So anyway, uh, I kind of just combine all my sets. I keep memos of everything in bullets, so I go back and kind of assemble what worked, what didn't, what do I want to change up, what do I want to use here, Mm -hmm. and just kind of build it out. Now, I don't look at that before I go on. You know what I mean? I don't put, you know what I mean? I look at it, but I don't look at it. You, you don't know? make like a set list or nah, that. No, I just kind of like you look. keep it raw. I keep it raw. Like, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be raw. I feel like in today's day and age, people are loved for being fake and, uh, and, and people are hated for being real, mm-hmm. you know, and it just so happens that I'm the latter. And, uh, but that's all right, man. I'm gonna take a bullet. I'm gonna jump on the grenade for y'all. All yeah. right. It's not a problem. I mean, I know my role. There's three rules to life. These are my rules. One, know your role. So you know what the fuck, where to stand. You know mm. what I'm saying? Stand up, stand down. Two, stay in your lane. If it does not concern you, don't come the fuck over here. Okay. 
And three, um, be good or be good at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Again, I'm the latter. So, yeah. <laughs> so I get away with a lot on stage that other people can't. You know, males and females um, of all races tell me, like, man, we cannot fucking do that. Mm. We cannot. And I'm like, I don't know. It just works. So people love me because they're like, fuck. She pulled it off. And people hate me because they're like, fuck, she pulled it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's uh, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to take any prisoners. It's way more fun this way. But I love to hear other people's, like, accounts of me because, like, their version, you know, is probably so much better than how, like, the how outside I really per- am. perspective, you mean? Yeah. What's your perspective of me, Patrick? I mean, we, I would just sit down. I'm just going back and forth with you right now. Um and the videos that you sent, I mean, I, they were kind of like, couldn't really understand them. I could read your body language and stuff, but like, so you're just very expressive. Um, so, yeah. But no, I mean, it's interesting. I, do you think I need voice lessons? Voice lessons? Yeah. As far as? Like for singing? No, for like just to control my tone. So you, you want oh. help with like, you know, hearing me. Because it is hard to understand. My, if I didn't know no, what I, mean, I said. No, I I could I understand know. you. But like you, like you said, from one element, from one uh, extreme to the next, you know, you'd be like, ah. And then you'd be like, Jesus. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm, it's like a female Sam Kinison. I'm bringing him back. I'm bringing him back. Yeah. I'm going to shave the front part of my head. Do you think that would work? If I shave the fucking front part like a mullet in the back? I don't think people would get it. They wouldn't. No one knows. No one has any taste anymore. No. That right now, there's someone on 6th Street walking around with that fucking exact same haircut. Did you do anything on stage before comedy? Like, were you in, like, band or theater or anything like that? No. No, I played the, the saxophone in sixth grade, but uh, I had asthma. I had an asthma attack, and so they made me stop. Yeah. No, I've never so been it was on nothing stage. Like, it's not like you were you used to be on stage, and then, like, when you had the time belt, were you like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. get back nope. in comedy or with comedy or nothing no, like that? No, no, nothing like that, man. I played softball growing up. We were, you know, ball players and shit, so... Mm-mm. No, I, I like attention, you know, uh, but I want it um, on my own terms, you know. Yeah. When I walk in a room, I, don't, I fucking hate it when people stare at you <laughs> or they fucking gawk. You know, I'm like, God, rude. You know, but it, at the same time, I love it when I walk in a room and people stare at me. Yeah. And so, like you, uh, you want you know, both? It's, yeah, I, I want... <laughs> on your terms when yeah, you're ready. Every, I'm, inc- I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly difficult uh, no, to that know. Makes, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes Are sense. you toying with me now, sir? No, not at all. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Some people get way up in arms for nothing. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, like I tell people, hey, if I say anything on stage that offends you, uh, please do see me after my set. No. Now, are you saying that as like a sincere, like you want to know? Or are you saying that like I'm going to kick your fucking ass? <laughs> I'm saying it like, well, I pause. And then after you stop, I would say, you know, because... I haven't cussed anyone today, okay? Yeah. So, yeah, stop by. Let's talk about it. I can curse you because I have not cussed anyone yet today. Hmm. I mean, not that I aim to do that, but I'm saying no one is above a cussing. You know what I mean? There's yeah. some, there are pushovers in the world. The world, I've seen plenty, man. People that do have education, that do have the credentials, that do have merit, you know, and they just kind of just eat shit at work or at home or with their kids or with their wife or and it just sucks, man. Stand up for yourself. Have some dignity, some self-respect. Like, I'm not trying to put anyone else down, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm going to stand my ground. What's a Tom Petty song? Come on. No, I won't back down. Won't back down. I think that's, yeah. all, that's all I remember from it. Yeah. He said, you can stand me up at the gates of hell, and I won't back down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, he says it over and over and over because he's a stoner, but, uh, and may he rest in peace, but kind of like that. 
You know, and like but that that whole mindset, that whole attitude that you have, mm-hmm. it's been since day one. Yeah, since I was born. See, and I don't, I don't get that. Like, I always think there has to be like something that had to happen to say, like, to wake you up and go, like, you know what? This is how it's gonna be from this day on. But you just, you were just born into it. No, I, I'm working on a slideshow <clears throat> to do comedy, and I'll shoot. I have the, my fucking baby pictures, right? It's like people are like, Damn. A slideshow? Like you're going to do like a, a one-person show? Yeah, well, I mean, why not? No, it was a question. I was oh, just, I would like to. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Like, what's the, what's the plan with that? Fuck. Um, you know, just kind of... Chronicles. Like throughout your life, yeah, it oh, kind of okay. chronicles my life. It may, if I show you guys pictures, they may help you to kind of, you know, paint the picture because you'll be looking at it, dummies, mm. and uh, kind of explain like a almost a Q and A. But I've always been this. I've always been like this. I heard that's a thing. Very like sassy. Pe- people do a lot of like uh, picture shows with the comedy. Is that a thing, or did I? Just... I don't know. I've only seen one other major comic do it, but I'm sure like 15 are doing them right now somewhere. I thought it was like an Austin thing. I don't know, like a multi multimedia type of. Fuck, is it you guys? Are, I don't know. Are you guys using know. projectors out there? Anyone? Anyone? So Let you me just know. gotta go, go through your life and just do a comedy uh, show based on that. Yeah, because you know what? There's fucking comedy and tragedy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what Shakespeare said. And that man wasn't wrong, I don't think. I mean, some people like it, some people don't, but it's a different style. I'm more of a storyteller. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was a nightmare. Three minutes when you start. Fuck, I, it takes me three minutes to line a joke up. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I write jokes backwards, or so I've been told. Uh, I'm going to give you the punchline first, and then, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I start at the top, and then we slide downhill. You do that on stage, or that's how you write? Like, on pen <laughs> that's and paper? how I write. You know, I'll give you oh, the punchline okay. first, and then kind of... Give you the scenario behind it. And I guess a lot of people do it the other way around, maybe. The punchline comes last. Is that how that works? Uh, Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I do short short little bits, and then I just try to try to expand, expand it out, all that stuff. Words. Uh, so if you weren't doing comedy, hypothetically, what would you be doing? What would you be focusing your time on? Oh, God. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, fucking nothing, nothing. Mm, mm. I don't even know. You know, like, uh, I mean, I guess I'd have a full-time job. I'd work, you know, like yeah. all the other Joes in eight to five, nine to five. But I did that for 20 years, man. I did yeah. corporate. I started in legal. I went to medical. I did insurance. I did finance, auto finance. I mean, I've done it. I've seen it. I, I'm fucking, I don't want to anymore. I'm not sitting in a cube. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I will run food. No, I won't. I will not run food. So I'm going to do comedy, and uh, and that's all I really do right now, man. I've had the, the You're luxury. You're surviving on comedy? Yeah, yeah. And just friends that are really cool take care of me. You know oh. what I mean? Kind of a kept woman. Uh, but, I, you know, in the sense that, you know, some people have given me a place to crash. Some people make me meals. You know, that kind of shit. So That's really good. Yeah, man. I mean, you, fuck. I, like I told you, I'm good with God, P. <laughs> see, I'm rewarded. You're see? pretty lucky. I don't understand why you're so angry. I'm not that. <laughs> see, that's the, the whole thing. I'm not angry. I'm passionate. You're passionate. I'm oh, passionate. Okay. I just want to share knowledge with people. Yeah. And you want to make sure they get it. So you give them to them very aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe, I mean, I'm try, I'll try to come down. I'll try. I'll try. I mean, but I've always been super high strung and super anxious, you know? Yeah. Mm-mm. It's just who I am. I'm passionate. I'll say it again. Passionate. I'm very so nothing, animated. You, wanted, you couldn't think of like trying anything like would you want to be a singer, songwriter, or like a cyclist, or one of those, you know, 
Tour de France or whatever they call them. Oh, the Tour de France? No, no way. My first wife would kill me. Uh, she hates those motherfuckers. They Your drop- first wife? Yeah, I have some, well, you know, because, oh, so before love won and you can marry the same sex, you know, when you connect with someone emotionally, you know what I mean? Not yeah. just intellectually, not just physically. Yeah. Okay, people. No, you're just hitting me with all this stuff. You had a, you yeah. had a husband in India. You had a husband yeah. at 16. You have well, a those first wife. Those are the stupid Facebook people that call me. Like, he calls me like he's my husband. Okay. How many you times have you been married? Like, that you know of? Once. Only once. Married once, engaged five times. Engaged five times. Yeah. How many of those were, were men? How many of those were females? All of them were men. All of you them just were men. Did, you said first wife, though, right? Yeah, but she's my emotional wife. Like, uh, I, can, I would marry her if we could, but then we couldn't. And then she got involved with another person, so she's, like, seeing other people. So, <laughs> anyway, in my mind and in my heart, she's my first wife. And I just say that <laughs> shit on stage because it just throws people off, you know? For sure it throws people off. I mean, I have four wives. I four mean, wives? Yeah. Like a Mormon. Basically, I'm down. Polygamy is in, man. It's hot right now. Yeah. Polyamory, too. Like, all that stuff. I mean, I have the two gay husbands, but we're not close anymore. So, you know, they took care of me over the summer. And they were gay husbands for what? Insurance purposes? Or just, like, play husbands? They're just play husbands. Everything is just play. You just throw that out. Like, I've got a husband. I have a wife. I know. But but see, that the case in point. People just take that shit too seriously. Guys. Well, you want people to take you seriously, right? Really? I I mean, I guess. It was a question. Yes and no. <laughs> I hate but that. that's what I love I, I about hate, me. I hate that answer so much. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> you know? I retract that statement. <laughs> Not just from you, but just anybody. Like, when you ask them a question, like, well, yeah, you know, like, yes and no. I was like, no, it's it's yes or no. <laughs> I mean, there's no way I'm going to be able to logically explain how I feel and you get it, you know? I'm not really good with articulating. but No, I get that. I get that. You know? It's like it's it's a safe the safe answer like a throwaway answer like yes or no or it is what it is you know yeah it I is. say it too even though I hate it I hate hearing it I say it too it's yes and no <laughs> yes and no I mean it I is what like it is we're all just works in progress isn't that guys. funny though like the things that you hate you still wind up using exactly like it is what it is. Yes and no. That's, that is true. But I won't take that as an answer. I'm like, no, you give me a direct answer. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. Uh, cool, what man. Else you have okay. How, yeah, how long has this thing happened? I, was, I feel like we've been talking forever, but I, I'm having a great time. No, we were just about to wrap up. Hopefully, you could try to uh, hit a mic while you're in town. I hope so too. I would like to go uh, have a beer, something like that. Yeah. Uh, replugs. Any shows that you got going on? Anything that you want? Is there anything you want to talk about before we sign off? No, anything man. Just uh, I don't think so. I mean, thanks. You've been super cool. I know I seem super crazy, but no, this was cool. I had fun. Yeah, I had fun too. Thanks for coming out. Vinny. And I like this. I'll tell you this. I like how like because usually I have to go like okay, we're in this section, and now we're talking about this section and all that stuff. But right. you just went right into it, like the whole getting getting I'm a pregnant, natural. getting pregnant uh, early. That that's an ex life thing. I mean, because now you, you're able to start comedy because you're not responsible for any kids. You still have children. Right? But right. you don't have any kids. No young kids. Right. Well, I do have a young kid, actually. I'll throw that out there. Everyone's probably wondering about that. Hi, Allie. So, yeah. So, my youngest is uh, almost four, right? Oh. Yeah, right, right, right. Knocked up at the bar. One too many shots of tequila, man. Fuck. Anyway, so, didn't want, you know, no blood on my hands. I am pro-choice for everyone, but I'm pro-life for myself. Uh, so, I kept the baby. You know, turns out he's special needs. So I struggled the first two years, two and a half years, nonverbal, completely mm. autistic. Um, 
and it just got times are tough, man. It's hard just being a single parent and trying yeah. to make it. Dad's not involved. Motherfucker tried to choke me out on the front porch. You know what I mean? There are protective orders in place. So I ask some to please use my stage name. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Just as a courtesy. Yeah. You know, so when people insist on using my real name, you know, and it's just like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Like, that's just so disrespectful in so many ways. But, you know, hey, it's not that big a deal. I ain't scared of nobody, but I'm also going to tell everyone on the radio, too. But whatever. Um, but, yeah, man, so he's little. He's in Houston right now. My sister is helping me out, which has allowed me to do this, which is oh, really okay. like my fucking dream, right? I'm living my dream. If I die tonight on the way home. I did everything exactly the way I wanted. That's awesome, man. Like Frank Sinatra, my way. did it my way. Fuck yeah, that's all that matters. Stay Uh, true. Well, good for you, man. Um, So yeah, plugs, replugs, your shows, your mics, all that stuff. All right, so um, you guys, I will... Oh, Simply Courtney is going to do a birthday roast at Cold Town Theater on February 8th. I'm not sure if that's open to the public, but we should know soon. Uh, I will be at Knuckleheads, and that's up in Marble Falls in the Texas Hill Country on February 13th. And then a show in Austin, Texas, February 22nd, uh, Sex, Lies, and Petty Shit, which is, uh, that's my jam. And uh, hey, if you guys want to come out to Nomad Bar, uh, I host an open mic there on Tuesdays. It starts at 8 p.m., and that's in North Austin off Cameron Road. Anyway, well, it's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I'm hosting this week. I am hosting the La Lucha Mike at uh, Luchador in San Antonio. Uh, sign up online at laluchamike at gmail.com. Um, and then on the 22nd, I will be at the Sin El Rey in McAllen. I'll be doing a feature set with uh, Danny Engel. Uh, it's the next Wednesday on the 22nd. That should be a lot of fun. I haven't been down there before. I've seen a lot of, uh, I've heard a lot of cool things about that place. And uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, Patrick C. Huerta. And also support the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. You can find out on Instagram or follow them on Instagram at Blind Tiger Comedy. Yes. Uh, Lacey, thanks for doing this. A lot yeah, of fun. Man. Best of luck. Yeah, thank Maybe you I'll so much. Maybe I'll come to Austin. We'll do a couple of shows. Uh, okay, cool. Cool, man. Thanks for doing this. For sure. Later. Take care.